Welcome to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, where our goal is to connect listeners to the great outdoors with hosts Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. I'm host Ben Brandell, owner of Meant to Be Outdoors, instructor of outdoor skills, and passionate about personal growth. I'm host Brian Hoffmeyer, wildlife biologist and avid outdoorsman. Welcome back to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. I'm your host Brian with my co-host Ben Brandell. This is another Thursday episode. You know, this is going to be kind of different than anything that we've ever done on Thursday before. We had a plan, and as you guys have probably all experienced before, plans do not always pan out. We had actually planned to do an episode today about winter bass fishing, and we had a trip planned today to go winter bass fishing, and we were going to talk about all the lures and, and the biology of what bass do in the winter, and hopefully have some some great stories for you from our trip. But you know what? Life got in the way. Our children are sick, actually, both of our children, and and uh, they couldn't go to school and to their sitters today, so we uh, had to take care of our kids, but we still had a, a podcast to put out, and so we were, we were going to, um, we're, we're going to put the, the winter bass fishing on hold for another day. We're hopefully still going to be able to do that episode, but Got to thinking that, man, this just seems like it's happening a lot to us. We, we make plans and things happen. The sickness um, in both of our families this year, Ben, has been... I, I mean, w- what I will say is, is thank goodness that so far it's all been stuff that we have healed from by God's grace and, and by His healing power. But my goodness, it is just... It, it's rare to have a week where our family is all healthy and we've had COVID and the flu and unknown things that are just as bad as worse and hand, foot, and mouth and and croup and you name it, our families have been afflicted and it has really, it's affected everything that we've been trying to do um, over the last several months. Um, So we're going to talk today about spiritual warfare. And before we dive into that, uh, we do need to give thanks. There's been so much sickness, just like you talked about, Everyone listening, I know that you've had family members members sick, um, those really close to you, those that are maybe distanced because of the holidays and maybe have kept you from going to some of your holiday events because of sickness, but just it feels like sickness is rampant across Mm -hmm. all of the United States. Yeah, not just us, everybody that we talk to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are are dealing with this, and um, it's becoming the norm, the the the. The weekly norms, like if your kids aren't sick, then mine are, and when mine are healed, yours are sick. And um, you know, my 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 son's been playing in basketball um, leagues and tournaments, and and uh, so many of his teammates have been sick. Um, but what I'm thankful for is that so far we've all been able to return, all of us. Like whether we've went to the doctor to get medication or our bodies have done what they were designed to do, mm-hmm. we have beat it. Um, we've been able to return right to, to get back to what we what we say or feel is normal. So so thankful for that. Thankful that we we can get back to a state of of somewhat healthiness to to not be in that pain, that sickness. And for me, there's nothing worse than to see my my child laying there and there's nothing to do but to let it run its course. It's so hard for me to to deal with as a dad. Like I want to fix it for him. I want to take it from him. So so thankful for when we get to return, to get back to our feet, we can stand on our own two feet, and get back outdoors. Yeah. When 
you have a lot of things going on when you're working and running businesses and and being a parent and and being a spouse and going to church and all all these things that we have in our life that we do on a weekly basis um when when sickness comes it's hard to do any of those things and to get a lot of those things done so that you can have money to pay your bills it takes people to step up and help and you and I have both had people step up and help um when a kid is sick they're not exactly a whole lot of fun no <laughs> to be around no. and not to mention I'm not either when I'm sick right, yeah <laughs> I'm 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 weenie not to mention you're putting yourself at risk of yeah. getting sick yourself but we have you know in-laws and, and and our parents you know our children's grandparents and other people that that step up and willingly say i've got you i'm there and, and you know that them to show their love for us and, and for our kids that way to to step up when they're sick and it has it has caused it has caused other people like that to get sick. i'm just so thankful for those people that they're willing to sacrifice and serve just like jesus just to help us uh, with our daily lives. So I'm Absolutely. very, very thankful for that. And I'm, I'm sure all of you listening hopefully have people in your lives that, that do that for you, and I'm sure you're very, very thankful for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we this is, this, is a, this is a tough topic, but I think it's very, very important to talk about and acknowledge because we talk about awareness when we, we, when we teach survival or anything in the outdoors to, to be a great hunter, to be a great fisher, to be a great survivalist. Awareness is so key. And I think to be a great Christ follower, awareness is key. And actually, one of the best ways to resist the devil is to be aware of his ways. Mm. And so spiritual warfare is a really real thing, but it is so easy to forget because we are a visual people. We are visual creatures, and you don't see the spiritual warfare. You don't see it visibly. You can't touch it. It's not right there in front of you. But look at your life. You can look at your life and look at these times that, that you started to really dive in and, and draw near to Jesus. And you're going to have these attacks. That's when the, the sickness comes. It comes in all different ways. Satan will come at you any way that he possibly can to get you down. He's going to come at you. It may be your vehicle breaking down. Uh all these things, you know, the Bible talks about his temptation, and we do have to be careful in that because as we get closer to Jesus, we we become more aware of our flesh, of our sinful ways. As the light, as we get closer to Jesus and his light and his ways are shining on us, we become more aware of our flesh. So we can't let the devil deceive us there either because he, he is a, he, deceit is and lies is what he does to make us believe things that aren't true about God or about ourselves especially. Um, and, and we have to be aware of that. But when you start looking at your life and you, and you see sickness and affliction coming on you, a lot of times we can credit that to Satan. He is the God of this world. And Ben, you kind of want to explain what I, what I mean by that? Well, the Bible makes it clear that, that he is the God of this world, that God cast him down here to to rule it because of that fall, that moment that we talked about in our past um, podcast about the curse. Um, we as man have the free will to make decisions, and and Adam and Eve made the wrong one mm-hmm. because the the devil was was well, he's a liar and really good at, at uh, twisting God's word. That's what we still have to deal with today um, because he he is in charge of this earth right now and. 
and not to jump too far ahead, but some hope that it gives me is knowing that when Jesus comes back, that's that reign is done, that rule is done, and he squashes it. Mm-hmm. But that also helps me to understand why this time on earth, it can be awful because of the curse, because right. of the fall. That's, that's why we're going through that. There is hope. Brian's going to share that hope, but there are days that that aren't fun. They're 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 not good. They're not going to be good. Um, sometimes a week, sometimes months. It depends on the person. Depends on the right. situation. And because that devil is actively on this earth, because we are sometimes unaware, like Brian's talking about, of that spiritual warfare constantly going on, we can get lost in this kind of selfishness honestly like uh it's me it's 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 yeah it's it the devil wants to deceive us so he is he's always trying to deceive us with this worldly wisdom that is opposed to god's truth and it happens what do you mean by worldly wisdom worldly wisdom you just said that well we've talked a lot about all these areas in our in our evolution versus creation series where there's aired truth so you you see this well science says and and things like that that is that is wisdom of this world or man that makes you happy you're feeling that way so that's got to be true um and that's what that's what the devil wants you to believe yeah twisting those feelings and emotions Cro- yeah, right, was- to to tell you that it's truth that's how deceiving the devil is, is is a lot of times he works on our emotions, how yeah. we feel in the moment. There's many times I don't feel great, but but I have to keep pushing on. It's, it's what's required of us. And there's some other things that he, he'll use too. You know, there there are false Christians that the devil uses to mislead us into believing false gospel and false truths about Jesus. And we have to be so on guard and so aware about that. And the, how we do that is by being in the Bible, by reading the truth. If you read the truth and know the truth, then when somebody comes at you with opposition to that, you can say, whoa, 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 whoa. that's not what this book says. And, and you're good, but you have to you have to do your work and your part in that. Otherwise, man, here, here comes the lies and, and here comes ruin. Um, and then what really brought this on today, this the sickness, it's these physical afflictions that the devil brings into our life. Sickness and crime and people sin against us, tragedy, persecution, people persecuting you for being a, a follower of Christ. But we know that God is sovereign and he, he's ruling over the whole universe. So a lot of people will ask, well, why does God al- allow Satan to attack us? And, and we can look in the Bible and, and see that God did give in Job. He gave some freedom to Satan. Satan does not have to go ask God to to attack us. He does not. But he is limited. He is limited in what he do. He can't just do whatever he wishes and, and come after us with, with a full vengeance. Um, so when Satan comes after you, he is choosing to attack you because you are a child of God. He is making that choice because it's our soul, and he is fighting for it, and God is fighting for it as well. Um, God's design is, it's his design to to allow these satanic attacks. It really is. Um, God loves all of us. God himself, Jesus himself while he was on earth, faced <laughs> satanic attacks that, mm-hmm. I mean, Satan was right there with him in, in, in his time in the wilderness and, and tempting him with thing after thing. And he was going to give him he was going to give him the world. He was going to give it to him. Yeah, what you're talking about is the the devil tempts Jesus. Uh, it's going to be Luke 4. It's also Matthew 4, 1 through 11, Mark 1, 12 through 13. You know, in 
Luke 4, verse 2. It says the devil tempted Jesus for 40 days. Mm. 40 stinking days, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and we've just been talking about how our kids have been sick for weeks and weeks, off and on, back and forth. It's really why I want to to have this 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 topic today for this podcast is because it is wearing me out. I know it's wearing you out, like mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, even spiritually. Because what do you do when all you can do is pray and read the word, and there's nothing else you can do? What do you do? And that's right. it. So it it can wear you down, but but you do have to. And it almost just seems like you know on, on this podcast and and even on our social media, the more we start to talk about God, it's like like. It just keeps coming and keeps coming, and it, it, you just want like leave me alone, get away from me, flee from me. Um, it, it's tough. It's it, tough because as it's you, tough as for you me because near, I get spun out because yeah. I'll hear sermons about in the center of God's will is the greatest happiness. Yeah. So then we come to realize, okay, well, as we're living, for, as we're working to die to ourselves every day to, to move closer into this relationship with Christ, as we're wanting to be at that greatest happiness in the center of his will, now we're being attacked. And it's like, now we're being attacked because we're moving closer to to what's even harder to become. Let me explain. When I wasn't living for Christ, things were pretty easy. I made pretty good money. I spent that money on things that I shouldn't have been spending it on that were things of the world that that were fun. And that's where another... I also want to add that when you are living for the world, it is fun. It does feel good. It is fun. There are lots of fun things that, that that today's world that you can go buy and do. But it doesn't last very long. Mm -hmm. The fun, the fun, the feelings, all that stuff, man, it it leaves you pretty quick. And then you have to fill it again with more of that. And um, it can lead you down some, some really nasty, bad roads. That's why we want to encourage you to turn from those ways. Yeah. You are going to be tack- attacked, though you you are going to be, you or the people around you can and will be attacked. Right. Somehow, some way. It may be physically, it may be emotionally, it may just be spiritually, but there's yeah. attack that, that is coming, and, Absolutely. and you have to and be prepared for it. You can see that in, in God's promises and in His instructions in, in Ephesians 6. This is Ephesians six ten and eleven. You know this is what he's telling. This is what he's telling the Ephesian people to do. It says finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I want to stress there, His might. It's it's not ours. It's His might. We have to be strong in Him, and we we are not strong enough to resist. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He's going to come for you. You are not strong enough to fight him without the Lord. So you have to you have to put on the whole armor of the Lord. And how we do that is we're faithful in our prayer. We are faithful in our reading and our studying of God's word. And another great one that so many people leave out or don't acknowledge as a powerful tool is worship. If you need to go do it in church, put that music on, find that song that connects with you, and sing it. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. We sing. I get with my kids in the truck. We put on the house and we sing and we worship God. And I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing to connect. And the devil doesn't want to be there for that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be there when your enemy's being celebrated. You watch a football game and, and one team wins the championship. What's the other team do? They leave. They don't want to see the other team hoist the trophy. 
worship your God. Worship him. It's, it's a great way to put on his armor and, and to resist the enemy. And we also have to be very, very careful because I shared earlier that Satan has this this freedom to attack us. He mm-hmm. does. We're going to be under satanic attack, but we can't blame God for this. We can't blame God for what Satan does because it all started back to the choice that Adam made not to not to steer his wife away and, and, and lead his wife away from eating the fruit. And so it all it all goes back to that. Job, we read through the book of Job. Job lost everything. His family, his health, his wealth, everything. He still didn't blame God. I, th- I mean, that's really the whole point of the book was that God, I mean, you can literally read the conversations that Satan is having with God and, and then he's going back to Job and taking all this from him and he still didn't blame God. As believers, we're going to experience these attacks, but we have to trust the truth that all things work together for the good of those who love God. And so whether it's a good thing or a bad thing in your life, God can ultimately work through it for good, and we have to trust that. We shouldn't be blaming God for the satanic attacks. Yeah, the, the two more points that I want to make. First point is that looking to the outdoors. I'm so thankful that I am a part of the mankind and not all the other kinds because they are constantly battling every single day. Every single day. But that's just for food, fire, excuse me, food, water, shelter. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Like We see, we see a rabbit and you think that rabbit has to constantly, constantly. be in fear all day, every day of snakes, hawks, cats, everything that could come after it, coyotes, dogs, anything that could come after this rabbit. And we aren't living that way. Although there is a battle going on for us, it's more spiritual. There is. And that's why we can rest in Jesus. That's why every morning we we should give it to him and then go about our day. You know, if you're becoming overwhelmed, um, frustrated, um, being attacked, you may have to stop in that moment and and turn to him again and, and you know, you and I have been rebuking Satan every day. Um, you know, Ben, I, I, at least once a day, if not multiple times a day, I audibly say out loud, Satan, flee from me in, in the name of Jesus Christ, who is my Savior. Flee from me and my family. Flee. Yeah, yeah and... And I believe he does in that moment. Absolutely. But if you look, you know, you read from Luke 4. If, if you look at how Luke, uh, it's Luke four thirteen. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. So he will flee from you. The Bible says rebuke him, and he's going to flee, but he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, that's a promise. He's going to come back, and he's going to look for when you're anxious and when you're tired, when you're not taking care of your body, when you're not taking care of your mind. He's coming for you in those moments. He's coming for you. When you sit down, you're tired, you sit down, and you turn on that TV— he knows your weaknesses. It could be on that TV screen. He's going to use all of these ways to come at you to tempt your flesh, the weaknesses of your flesh. He's going to come at you, but you've got to be ready. You've got to be in God's Word, and you've got to be prayer, and you've got to be close to God so that you are aware of what Satan does to tempt you. Here's my second point. So first was the outdoors and everything that lives in it out there is in a constant battle, constantly. Uh we as humans are going through that as well. And 
I find that it is worse when I stay inside. When I am stuck inside all day long, Amen. all day long, Amen. and I'm not out in it, um, I feel the attack even more. Um, so I, I want to get outdoors. I, I, that's number one. Number two is you also need to to get out of your home to be around more people. You're going to hear different sermons and, and probably read different times within Scripture that talk about um, being around other Christians. That's really, really important. We have to be, we need to be around other Christians um, for two reasons for, for me in particular. Number one, because when you're down, another Christian will be up and they can help you through it. And so it's so important to get around more and more people that love the Lord so they can build you up. Um, you can see what God's doing in their lives that, that help give you hope because, again, living on this earth isn't awesome. Yep. It's not going to be awesome. And as we've learned through our past podcasts about what is happening to our earth, it is moaning and growing. It is in the... The beginning birthing pains. Beginning of the birthing pains. It's it's moaning and groaning. It's, it isn't doing well. Um we, yeah, we need to be around other other Christians to help us through that. And then um, being around and, and building the relationships with the people also helps you build a relationship with Jesus, and that's ultimately what he's asking us to do so that no matter if we are in the peaks, uh, in the valleys, the lowest of the lows, or in the, the peaks, the highest of the highs, mm-hmm. our relationship with Christ shouldn't waver. It shouldn't. Um, but, man, is it tough. <laughs> is it is. It tough? But... It's such a good point, Ben, that the, this community that you're talking about and being around other believers, because we get into this this low mindset when we're by ourselves of, man, I'm the only person that understands this. I'm the only person that's felt this, but everybody else is feeling it too. And to get around somebody that's experienced the same thing that that you've experienced, the devil only attacks in the same few ways. So he's gonna, and he goes after everybody. Yeah. And and so they're gonna be able to help you through this. A lot of times, finding somebody even that's older and wiser and has and had more time resisting and had more time ser- uh, seeking the Lord, they can they can shed so much light onto the battles that you're facing, but also finding people that are your age and, and going through the same, you know, have kids your age, going through the same things that you are, just to walk hand in hand through those troubles together uh, is really powerful. And, and I think that's why God gives us community. That's why God wants us to, to be in a church building around other people that believe in love and, and worship Him. You know what? If you're not in a church community, um, if you're not there yet and you don't have one, um, hit us up on Facebook. If you need somebody to talk to, um, if you need encouragement, if you need to, to share your story, um, Facebook, Meant to Be Outdoors. You can direct message us or post on our Facebook if you want to. Um, for everyone to see, either way, reach out to us. Um, we can... We can even share our story uh, if, you, if you need to hear our lows to help you as well. But um, there will always be highs and lows. It is going to be it is going to be God's people to help you out, yep. um, to pull you from. Let me share my last um, story that I have. And in regards to this, um, kind of where I'm at today, for several years as a Christian, I was surrounding myself with a lot of people. I thought there were relationships, real relationships. Today, sitting in this chair talking to you, they were they were fake. Um, I don't know at the time 
um, how God was using those relationships. I don't know. Um, I loved God. I would share Christ um, with those people when I had the opportunity, but those relationships weren't real. Um, I know that because there are no longer relationships today, and I'm looking to build new ones. I I want, if you're listening today, if, if you're building relationships with people that don't love Christ, um, they won't stick around. They're, they're not going to be solid relationships. They're not. And I'm not saying you need to completely remove yourself from those people, but I'm telling you, don't be friends in them. Um, you need to be friends for them to help them, but that's the only reason you're there is to help them to share Christ because um, it, it's almost like be friends to them, but don't necessarily accept that to be reciprocated. Yeah, yeah, don't plan on it to be that way. Right. Um, you need to find Christian men, Christian women um, that's going to be there for you. And that's who we're looking for as well, men to be outdoors. If, if you are Christian outdoors men and outdoors women and you want to talk more about the outdoors, you want to learn more about the outdoors, you just want to hear awesome stories about the outdoors, that's who we are. That's um, what we're here for. So we would love to hear from you. Um, reach out to us. Absolutely, Ben. I want to share a story. Um, and I'll, I'll say this. That this conversation that we are having right now about spiritual warfare, always, I didn't always acknowledge it. But once you know you started talking about it and I started hearing about it in church more, I acknowledged it, and I thought, yeah, it's kind of, but it seemed like this kind of far away, kind of far away thing, I, almost not real, almost fictional or, or sci-fi, but I had an experience a couple years ago. I'll never forget it. I took a picture so that I'd for sure remember. Um, it really scared me. I'll say that, and I've only ever shared this with two people, you and my wife, and I'm going to share it right here, right now. It was at a time in my life I was actually in a transition. I was leaving from one job to go to another job. And I was in emotional tur- turmoil over that, um, over relationships that I was leaving. And it was it was just a tough time. Um, and the following year would, would prove to be a, yef- a rough year that led to the changes that even led to me quitting and, and being a part of Meant to Be Outdoors. But with all that being said, I was sleeping one night. And I woke up... Um, and seizing is the best word I can use. I was not having a seizure, but I wasn't in control of my body. And I was locked up, and I was moaning, and I was groaning, and I was aware, and I was a present of what was happening, and I couldn't get out of it. And people who are listening to this are probably thinking, I am crazy, how much, I didn't do drugs, I hadn't drank alcohol, I was asleep in my bed, and I sleep on my side. And what's weird is that I woke up and I was flat on my back, legs locked out, hands, arms and hands locked out, just shaking and convulsing and locked. I couldn't control my body. I couldn't control the moans and groans that were coming from me. And it felt like I was just being pressed into this mattress. And it, all I felt like, I didn't audibly hear he's mine, he's mine, but it just felt like there was this battle going on for whose I was. Mm-hmm. It was like... No, no, he's mine. No, he's mine. No, he's mine. And there was this, there was a war going on for me in that moment. My wife woke up and said, what is going on? What is going on? I couldn't even respond to her. And then finally I I snapped out of it and then tried to explain what just happened. As I kind of came to, I, I had the urge to pee. So I got up and I went to the bathroom. And as I was washing my hands and looking in the mirror, I had 
a mark on my face underneath my eye. I had a blood blister under my face. And it was almost just like, it was so real. The, the, the turmoil that my body, that I just went through, I believe it was spiritual warfare. I believe that that was a battle. I don't think it was an attack. I think it was a battle between something demonic from Satan and the Holy Spirit for, for me, for Brian in that moment. Satan knew I was down and going through turmoil in my life, and, and there they were spiritually battling for me right there in my sleep. And that sounds crazy to share. That's why I've never shared it with anybody except for the two people I trust the most. But it's real. I'll never forget it, and here I am telling it, and I hope God puts this on a lot of people's ears for them to understand whether you are a believer or not. There is a battle for your soul. And here's the good news. Victory's done. Victory has already happened. You can't do it. Jesus did it for us. He he defeated the devil forever. Forever. Death is done. Mm-hmm. It is finished. Death is, is done. As Christians, we fall. We do. We fall. We, we almost expect perfection from ourselves. Jesus was the only one who ever lived perfect as a human. There are going to be times in your life when the devil uses the temptation and he gets you. He's going to get you. And you're going to fall and you're going to beat yourself up, but you have to remember that you're victorious in Christ. Romans 5.8 says this, But God demonstrates... I'm going to start over so I get it right. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. The moment you made the decision to trust Christ, the moment right before you made that decision, you were a sinner. You made the decision in the immediate moment after, you were just as much a sinner as you were before, but now it was covered. Your debt was paid. Everything you've done, everything that you're going to do is covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. He got on the cross he let him nail him to a cross, stab him in the ribs, let his body fluids flow out, suck on a vinegar sponge, die this horrible death because we've fallen, he saves us, and we're going to fall, but he's always there to pick us back up. The victory is in Christ. So if you haven't come to Christ, please consider it today. And if you have come, come to Christ, when you fall, know that Christ has already won that victory for you. Don't beat yourself up about it. Repent. Come to him. Tell him what you've done. He's going to say, I know, and I already forgave you. He did it before you even before you even asked. So I know this is a very different subject from what we've, what we've talked about in the past, but it was on our hearts we felt led to do this today. We didn't get to go fishing. We didn't get to have our trip. We didn't get to talk about winter fishing. That's something more fun that we love, but definitely not as meaningful as what we've talked about. For the Christian that says, yeah, I've been turning away from sin for a long time. I see and know, I believe that the demonic world is real and I've experienced it. But why does this, why does this have to keep happening? Like I'm good. I know I'm saved. God's got me. To answer that question is because God wants us to be constantly relying on him. Just make for sure that you are constantly relying on him because that's what he's calling all of us to do. Right. Every make, second of yep. every day, and make sure you so make sure you're doing your part is what you're saying. Read your word, mm-hmm. and it, and it should be hard. It does take work. If you have to get up 
an hour earlier or turn the TV off an hour earlier at night to get in your... You have to do that. It takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice. And you always have time for what is most important to you. God should be the most important, so are you making time for it? Know that there is victory in Christ. The victory against Satan has already been won. Glory, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And, And we're so thankful for that. If you've listened all the way to the end of this podcast, we are so thankful for that. We hope that God blessed your soul with what you heard here today. Remember that it was his words, not ours. We read his word. This is this is his message and, and his truth. He just put us on our hearts to share. So we did. Uh, we've got the equipment and the time to do it here today. So so that's what we're doing. Uh, know that we love you. We're so thankful for everybody listening. Great ways to support us is to automatically hit or hit the download button and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. So you automatically get the each episode that comes out. Follow our, our social media platforms. We've got Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. You're going to get a little bit of everything from us on there. Funny, goofy, serious, outdoor tips and tricks, uh, truths of God's word. You're going to get a little bit of everything from us on there, what we've been doing uh, recently. Also, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening. That really helps us uh, to move up the charts so that when people search nature, outdoors, Christian, they're going to find us on whatever podcast platform that is we hope that you've enjoyed this episode we hope that it's been helpful to you we'll be back on tuesday with another episode and as always between now and that time please find time to get outdoors thank you for listening to the meant to be outdoors podcast hosted by brian hoffmeyer and ben brandell please help us by subscribing also follow along on tiktok instagram and facebook